Discontinued gravy. Gravy. Discontinued gravy. Gold. Simplify life and make it fun. Because we've been there. I mean, we're in our mid-twenties. So we've seen it all. This is... Discontinued. Gravy. Boom, boom, bam, bam. We're back at it. Yeah, we're back at it again. For another week's episode, it is a rainy October day. I uh, was telling one of my friends of uh, back at it again with the white vans. They're like, what's that from? I had to and you're like, like, damn, Daniel. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, fuck, that was from Vine. <laughs> God. Oh, were they Gen Zer? I guess they are, but they're also not from this country. But anyway, oh, they knew okay, what they well, knew. I was going to say was. Gen Zer wouldn't know what maybe Vine even was. They did know what Vine was. I don't know if they knew that one specifically, but uh, anyway. Wow. Um, exciting news. I learned how to do the Gen Z heart sign. The what? So you know how millennials and like Taylor Swift, we do this type of heart? The okay. full hand together? Sure. Gen-, Gen Z does something different. Okay. Do you know what that is? No. Oh, God, I can't do it. Oh, the, oh that one. Yeah. That's dumb. It's so freaking dumb. But for all of our like millennial listeners out there or older, um, right now, how you're going to do it is that you're going to do two peace signs and then face them out, bring them together, and then bend your top fingers. Ta-da! Yeah! You did it! Look at you, you're hip and you're cool. Incredibly stupid. Like, why did you have to change a good thing and make it right? more difficult? Right? That doesn't make sense to me. doesn't make sense to me. I don't like that. Krista, how are you? <laughs> uh, it's kind of been a hectic week, um, to be honest with you. Um, so for those of you who might have been listening for several episodes, you might have known that Spencer and I moved in the spring to an older apartment in Vancouver. Well, we've had a lot of rain recently. Nothing new for Vancouver, but it's our first big rainfall of the season right now. When I was driving out of our parkade, Uh one of the patios collapsed onto the drive. Oh. Just boom. (laughs) Luckily. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Like, hold on. Like, like. The fucking like deck. Yeah. From that's attached to the building that you're supposed to stand on. Yeah. Collapsed and fell to the driveway. Yeah. That is wildly not safe. Oh, I know. Is it made out of wood? Yes, and it has like no drainage. Luckily, it's not my patio. But... So what? What did did they send out a memo being like, wouldn't go on your decks? <laughs> no, the thing is, we like didn't know. Like Spencer and I kind of saw that. Okay, like not the best deck, but we're we're getting a good deal. We got those um, little plastic lift things from Walmart to give us some space from the wood deck. Sure. You know, good to go. Didn't really think about it and how much rain we've been having. Now, this weekend, we're moving in everything off of our deck because we we don't want that to happen, right? And oh, of course. I was in a rush to work, and I'm like, I can't fix this. So here's what I do. It is 6 a.m. I'm just pushing the giant pieces of wood to the side of the drive. It's a giant slope. It's pouring rain. I try calling our landlord. No one picks up. I call Spencer like six times. He doesn't pick up. I'm like, I'm just a girl. This is a blue job. I'm just a girl. <laughs> you know, like this is not for me. I like, I don't even know how to make this better right now. So, you know, I did my due diligence. I texted the landlord, sent the photos, yeah. pushed everything to the side enough for me to be able to get out in my car. 
Any car sure. bigger than my car is not going to be able to get out of there because okay. I drive a small Fiesta. That's right. And then I don't get to hear back from that until like 10 o'clock. <laughs> when it's three like, hours later? Yeah, three hours later. Oh, thanks for Jeez. the update. I come back and it's all like crossed off with yellow tape. There hasn't been any announcement or anything to any of the people here. To be fair, this was yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> but still, it is concerning still. because, you know, what if that fell on me? Well, I would course. be dead. It was a third floor was one. Oh, third floor, hey. Eh? Yeah. yeah, you would if you if you did escape death, you'd be very hurt. <laughs> oh, I'd be suing for a lot of money. Deservedly so. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like Spencer and I can't really complain because the reason we get to live here for the cost that we do is because this building's supposed to be torn down in four years. At what just happened, either that's going to speed the fuck up. Right. Or they're going to have to go to every single one and check to make sure they're structurally sound. Right? Not not even just the ones that people are living in. Because they're not really letting people move into these apartments because they're not keeping them up knowing that it's going to be torn down. Right? No, no, no. I, I get that. But at this moment, there is an absolute safety issue and they need to go to every single apartment and check to make sure it's up to code. Like, that just seems like... you. I think it's something you have to do. It's not like, oh, it's getting torn down. No, no, no bother. Like, I think you actually have to do it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, for people like me who like kind of got in here on kind of whatever terms and knowing that it's getting torn down we're not gonna ruffle feathers so I'm someone else saying, is gonna no, have no, to no, do no, that no 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 this isn't you okay like this is the building just had this happen like you either need to just tell people just off limits don't use them period or i just think you have to structurally check it and of course they're not gonna fix it it's going to cost an arm and a leg to fix it for something that's being torn down. Mm-hmm. So, like, your options here are not good. <laughs> right? It's like A or B. And if you're telling people they can't use their patios, you're going to have to make their rent ch- cheaper. Right? Like, they're... But that... Like, no, no one was on that patio when it fell, luckily. But that's what I mean. Like, that's pure luck. I don't, I don't yeah. know, Crystal. Like, like that... That or they're just going to be like... That easily this could this is a plausible explanation so they bring somebody in to make sure everything's all good and they come back and say this is not structurally safe everybody needs to move out now please no i only just moved in i take it back we're cutting this out of the episode <laughs> <laughs> i'm not I saying that's i don't think that's gonna happen i'm just saying there is a plausible it's like a 0.01 chance Oh, it's like a 5% chance. Okay, that's better than I gave you, so... Yeah, we're, we're moving that up because I know, like, I know the situation a bit better, so I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it might be 5. <laughs> yeah, might be closer to 5%, I don't know. Anyways, to move the conversation along, uh, it was also just a very busy work week for uh, the old Krista gal. The manager came back into the office after being away. Ah. Um, I was AM, which was our code for acting manager during that time. Cute. So cute. Um, <laughs> it was... I've been a manager before. Yeah. Right? It's just very different managing students in a learning environment where they're supposed to, like, be learning and there's a lot more forgiveness given than maybe in a serving environment or a task-based work environment. Sure. And it's also really hard when you're not in on, you're not supposed to be involved in a project because you're not being paid to be involved in that project, but you're managing someone in that project. Yeah. So, you know, use your imagination there. Manager comes back. Everything else is great, except for the one thing that we knew that wasn't going to be great. I was like, hey, before you leave, like, this is my only concern. Right? Fair. They come back. And they're like, do I need to come up, come in this week? I have jet lag, blah, blah. I'm not going to be the type of person that's like, oh, my God, we need you to come back. And I'm also not going to be the type of person that's like, no, don't come in. Because I know what that feeling is when you're debating coming back or not. 
which is you, you kind of don't want it to be perfectly fine without you, right? Like you want to be needed. There's yeah. a reason you show up there every day. Sure. Yeah. It, it is a small purpose for you, your work. I hope, at least I hope you feel that way. So sure. I'm just like, I can't give you an answer here. This is what's happening. You make the decision, right? They yep. come back and it's like, oh my gosh, you didn't tell me that it wasn't just a fire. It's like a bonfire. I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> calm like, down now. It's a fire down. that's in the fireplace. It's not a reckless yeah. fire. Yeah, oh, no, maybe even like a, a garbage can. You know, sure. fireplace. We'll sure. upgrade from the fireplace to the garbage can. Sure, okay, fair. Right? Fair. It's not like all the directors were gone or all the other managers were gone. It was, we were still functioning. Of course. So it's just like one of those awkward moments. It's like, okay, like, did I do a good job in this role, in this opportunity or not? Who's to say? Right? It's just a very awkward situation. Anyways, how the heck was your week? Um, I mean, my week's been a week. (laughs) <laughs> nothing too fancy like i haven't done much but i've been busy it's friday right it's friday you know what though i think just saying that like um without talking about how busy you are but saying that like you're busy proves how busy you are <laughs> because you can't even comprehend all the things that make you busy yeah it's just like not i don't know stuff i'm not i don't i don't know i don't know so i haven't had yeah it's uh, nothing i've just been busy this week like I, I there's nothing big like it's just been work and doing other things like it's not, not much but i was debating on when to say this or not but i'm gonna say it right now because it should be early in the podcast is that if you i'm sure you heard the news krista as most of us in canada probably should have is that our prodigial soccer player the one that made <gasps> Canada didn't... great. What? I didn't hear. What? I didn't hear. Have you been on Instagram? No, not God. today. I've been on okay. socials today. Sorry, I was working. Oh, my God. So anyway, if you don't know, Christine Sinclair, Burnaby, British Columbia native, the greatest FIFA goal scorer of all time, men or women, 190 international goals. Hey. She announced her retirement. Wow. That's awesome. 23 years later. And I just want to tell you, like, I I posted on Instagram last night, and I was like, I don't think we quite comprehend just what we've had in Canada for the last 20-plus years. (laughs) Like, Oh, she's one of the reasons, like, women's Canadian soccer does so well. And not like just Canadian. They, they, they do better than men. They do. And it's not just Canadian. It's the world. Like, she put women's game on the map. She is the greatest player of all time. And it's not up for debate. I will fight you on this. There's nobody better. Fight me. <laughs> Christine Sinclair. You know, there's pe- people, like, coming up with all these, like, men European players. <laughs> like, you could probably have more debate with the men. But there's no debate in the women's game. It's Christine Yeah, women's Sinclair. game, no way. I'm mean, like, when you went, like, you go back, 2012, the worst official game I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. The semifinal of the Olympics against the U.S. Mm-hmm. This person, Christine Sinclair, absolutely willed her way into giving Canada a chance. Despite all the refereeing bullshit, she did everything possible to get Canada into a spot. She scored a hat trick. That's... I just, it's honestly just a shame, really. Like, that, we're never going to see this again. I'm sorry. Not in Canada. Not in the world. Ma- maybe when we're dead. <laughs> you, you know what, though? I don't think you can say, like, never, ever. I think maybe 20 years. You know, maybe. give it 20 years, we're going to see another prodigy come up. I Maybe. But 190 career international goals. Again, men have not even reached that. Messi, Ronaldo, they're not close. <laughs> like we're talking about the greatest players of all time so-called and yet christine sinclair has them both beat like i just it's for me it's insanity and we're just so lucky that we've had her in she's canadian 
The thing is, what do after that type of retirement after being a professional athlete for so long like she's not gonna just do nothing i'm sure she probably will stay in the game in some maybe she can fix canada soccer because it's an absolute dumpster fire right now yeah exactly like maybe she goes in and she actually helps structurally change things maybe i don't think she'll become a commentator but no, she'd be not good at that. But, <laughs> but, I was going to uh, say, I was like, I haven't heard her do any, like, I've heard her in a few interviews. Yeah. But never play-by-play or anything, no, so. No, But she's, um, she's a great Canadian. We appreciate her. And thank God we've got to watch her all these years. But anyway, that's been my week. Although I almost, almost, like, even today, with the podcast, I almost went out and bought an e-bike. Yeah, Nick almost ditched me to do some shopping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't planning. To, I wasn't planning to ditch you. I was going to do it before the podcast, but uh, it was it was like fifty minutes to get up to Port Moody, and I was like, no. <laughs> also, it's like you. There's no turning back at that point if you have that time crunch, right? You can't like let yourself decide or go take it for a test run or any yeah. of those other things, right? Yeah. Like you are there to buy and go home. Like you want to be able to enjoy it. You want to take it for a little test run when you get home. Yeah. So anyway, so looking into an e-bike and of course they're all the rage and you might be asking, Nick, you have an e-scooter. It's like, okay, but e-scooters, yeah. water is a kryptonite and it's not just my scooter scooters in general they they have not figured out how to make these things waterproof yet <laughs> is it something to do with the brakes or the I wheels I, I think it's more the engine and the battery but wouldn't that just be the same type of engine or battery as a e-bike you wonder you, huh. you wonder you wonder anyway like people do do them in the rain like you can use them it's just a matter of how long you'll be able to use them in the rain some are probably better than others i know that and they're getting better Mm -hmm. but also riding and because in the scooter you're not doing anything you were just standing there it's a lot worse than kind of working with an e-bike like you still have to pedal with an e-bike well the Uh, thing it's like safety wise too right like at least with a bike i feel like you like People can see you a bit better. Uh, I feel like you have more traction in the rain. Yes, for sure. You would. Yeah. So, you know, and that was my plan was because I don't know if you, I don't know where it is, what the prices are elsewhere in the world, elsewhere in the country. I know we're the most expensive, but gas (laughs) prices, they're very high. This is another common millennium, millennial problem is that everything's just too expensive. Gas being one of them. I drive a truck and you're like, Nick, why would you drive? Why don't you just get a cheaper a car that runs on cheap gas. I've looked into it. Cars are expensive, if you didn't know that. Um, cars are so expensive right now. That's why Spencer and I had to, like, when we got the car we got, it was we had to make the decision quick. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to get rid of the truck. It works perfectly for what I do. So, like, I don't want to get rid of it. But, and I, I, an e-bike's a sensible way to do it. And, yeah, so... I just, like, yeah, it, it will save money in the long run. Like, I feel like I'm filling up my tank twice, maybe three times per, I'll say, bill cycle, you know, on the credit card, you know. And okay, how much does it cost you to fill up your tank? I filled up a couple of days ago, and that was, like, 102 bucks, And that was okay. at, like, 170 I mean, that's cheap. <laughs> Yeah, I paid it like two thirteen and paid like a hundred thirty dollars. So, yeah, for 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 respective, like we're in Canada, so it's liters. Let's remember this if you're from America. Um, so it's two dollars and something cents right now. I think it's like one eighty right now, but we've been getting like two twenty per liter, which is equivalent to like you guys would be getting like seven dollars a gallon <laughs> yeah and isn't isn't it like typically around five dollars for them yeah it's like four or five dollars I, I don't know but um yeah gas is expensive and if i can like I, I i realize i drive a lot like i do things a lot but like if i cut the commute to work out that's 26 kilometers a day times five and then even if I wanted to go, like, run, 
run errands or go anywhere. My if I get the e-bike that I want, I can go like 110 kilometers distance. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. So like I it doesn't have to be just a commuter bike. Like I can do things with it. So and then, you know, cost saving, yes. I mean I who was I was talking to somebody and they're like, I feel like you wouldn't you wouldn't uh cheap out on a on an e-bike. <laughs> they're right. <laughs> There's just certain things Nick doesn't cheap out on. E-bikes and hats. Or just hats to are, name a few. Hats are expensive as fuck now. My God. But, um, no, like, I like I could get an e-bike for 1500 Easily. Mm-hmm. Why not? But, like, you can also buy an e-bike for, like, 17000 which I think is outrageous. But <laughs> Wait, 17000 Yeah, you can get bikes for that much. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You could get a car. Literally. So, so I, like, my max was kind of 3000 This one's just over 3000 but it's $1,000 off. Mm, we do like a, a sale. And I apparently it is the most popular brand in Europe. And they're, like, the super supplier for the brand Bosch that makes like the motor. Oh. Like they're the biggest supplier. Like they like they're the biased biggest buyer of them. So So fixing it, will never be an issue. It's a good bike. It's a good bike. So But wow. we'll wait till Monday and um yeah, hopefully I save some money. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's an investment into saving some coin for sure. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just baffled at the prices of these things. But I mean, like, I know any type of bike is expensive. Like, a nice mountain bike oh, is like $3,000, right? Oh, yeah. So, when you Three, tell four, me that, yeah. like, an e bike is $3,000, I'm like, okay, like, that makes sense. A nice mountain bike is almost that much, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, um, so my bike that I have, like, a regular bike too. And you remember it got stolen. We all remember that story. And, um, we were able to go through, the price history to get like my the the sin number from the for the bike to get it back and i bought that bike for from probably my dad did for like i think it was like 800 bucks mm-hmm. and i remember the guy at the bike shop was like he was looking at it and i was like okay do they still like worst case do they still make these or stock because i really like the bike he's like yeah i'm like oh, yeah he's like i'm like well how much do they cost now i mean this is you know 10 years ago <laughs> he's like the equivalent is like sixteen hundred bucks. <laughs> wow! And Did I'm you like, go home and tell your dad? Yeah. He was probably stoked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Yeah, that was a good deal." I'm like, "Yeah," and I got it back fortunately, so that's nice. But um, so yeah, like you can spend a lot on a bike, and but it's kind of like these the, the questions I was having was like, you know, is it worth the investment? Mm-hmm. Like, am I actually going to get money saving from this like it's the gas money that this is this is my point so like if i spend let's just say three thousand dollars now how long until i'm like am i gonna save the money you know what i mean like i gotta just Mm -hmm. not use my truck basically (laughs) well have you done the math of how long like how many days out of the month for how long you'd need to use the e-bike to make sure that you broke even? Is it a year? I wouldn't even know where to start and how to do that math. So we need someone that's really good at math. Who's good at math? Anybody? Who's good Anybody? At math? I don't know. You know what? Maybe we can just ask Alexa. <laughs> I don't, but again, I don't even know what I would ask. Like, how would I, like... How do you propose this question? Like, oh, it's a math question. I can see it now. But that's what I mean. It's like it's like if you buy this for X amount and you need to ride it this much, how much money will you save after this amount of time? And I'm gonna tell you right now, I was so bad at word problems that my teacher in grade six gave me other things to do other than word problems they're like honey you're not gonna need to do pre-calculus or calculus 
<laughs> no, they just they're, straight up. They're like, I, don't even try. They gave up on me. And I don't blame them. Math is not my strong point. I couldn't. It didn't understand. It did not make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. It, it's okay. I was the person who sat at the kitchen table and cried to my dad. Being like, I don't get it. I was fortunate enough to have a dad that like got it. But I did not get that gene. Speaking of uh, um, things, it's something you might see later on in my socials. But uh, I was I was cleaning my room and I <laughs> found an old school. It was like a progress report, I suppose, and that came with the report card for the term. I guess this is grade three. <laughs> and my teacher wrote. Nick has a difficulty expressing new ideas orally or in writing unless the topic has to do with sports. <laughs> Have you changed? Someone could give you that feedback now and I'd be like, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but guess what? I'm currently expressing my ideas orally, not about sports. Oh my gosh, that's so true. So get fucked, Mrs. Perry, grade three teacher. Yeah, you should send her this podcast. Be like, I took your comments to heart. That I found out at three years after starting this podcast. <laughs> hey. uh, but Nick, you bring up such an interesting question overall about mm -hmm. everyone's trying to save money now. I think that's the common thing. But we also live in such a digital age that it seems like your friends have everything. And it's no. just kind of the unpopular thing, and my friends and I don't talk about it at least, about how we're trying to save money, you know? Like the, those decisions that we have to make. Like Spencer and I have had the conversation, do we go down to one car? Mm. Right? But, you know, the whole Evo incident of October yeah. 2013, not 2013, 20, 2023. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> happened last week, so I'm like, I can't rely on Evo, like, I need, I need my car. I'm yeah. not going to use Evo anymore. No. Because yeah. at least if something goes bad with my car and I pay to fix it, it's yeah. almost, it's an investment, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm putting money into my vehicle instead of just putting it away to whatever. Fair. Right. So it's yeah. just such an unpopular conversation. And I remember being, I think I talked about last week about being at a friend's birthday and talking about how great they are in this new place and everything. But in the reality, like, I'm sure they're pinching money too because they have this mortgage they need to pay for. Like, I was bragging about my new Summer Fridays lip balm and it's like, oh, I can't get that, right? Mm. And so th yeah. it's the things that you really want, but you do have to sacrifice sometimes. And it's not popular right now at all to discuss that i feel like everyone's putting everything on credit cards or something <laughs> but i mean why why is it such a problem to talk about it like shouldn't we all be in this game together like we're we, we are all feeling the pinch and how to save money granted people are going to do it differently like i say there's not a lot of people that i know that are able to drop three thousand dollars on an e-bike right now i'm fortunate no, I'm, and privileged. <laughs> I'm fortunate enough and privileged enough to be able to do that but there, there's good like my reasoning is there's going to be a time where I will not be able to do this, and it's probably coming sooner than later. <laughs> so I need to get it now. I have the means. I have the ability. I still live with my parents. I have this lucky, privileged life that I have right now that I need to kind of pull the trigger. And most people completely understand that. I'm sure some people are going to still not accept it. But most other people I know, most of my friends are like, yeah, I would do the same in the same position. But. Oh, absolutely. Right. Uh, but I, I just, why aren't we talking about ways to save money? Like, I know we're all, you know, there's the basic ones of, you know, having the cashback credit card or, you know, having this app to save points. And, you know, you can pay for groceries later or. Or, you know, always scouring, you know, couponing is a real big thing now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it always has been, but, like, I think more than now it is. And the coupons are shittier. But um, <laughs> That's very true. So, like, but why aren't we talking about ways to save money? Like, why is that such an issue for, especially, like, you know, you talked about your friends that just bought this place. Like, duh. We know you're probably strapped for cash. Oh, you're probably mortgage poor, but I'm not going to say that to you. No, but you you don't you don't you don't have to say it. 
but like why aren't we able to talk about it like you don't have to say it like that but it's just like oh <laughs> yeah that's a little harsh sorry like, i love you guys and your place is beautiful <laughs> like we all wish we were in your spot truly mm-hmm. truly but why can't we talk about it like why why like like what what grocery store do you use or like what gas station do you go to what are some of the you know the what are they like the monthly like the meal prep things or this like how are you doing with that like is is this a way to save money on groceries for example like like why don't we why isn't normal to talk about this or or investments or like why is it weird to talk about money like i know we've Mm -hmm. talked about it like in relationship wise which Again, I still think is a little bit of an issue, but in general, like, shouldn't we all be in this together? Like, hello, mm-hmm. we're all in this together. Why can't we talk about it together? Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're part of the one percent, we're we're all in a similar situation usually, in your social circles. Yeah. Um, but it it boils down to really like your emotional EQ and your like um like financial psychology. At the end of the day, it's how you were brought up around money and how to talk about it, how to deal with it. Um, like, did you have a, a parent that was a spender and one that was a saver? And it'd be so cool to have these people on because uh, right now we have some co-op students that um, I can't say very much because I don't know if they have their product and everything secured. Yeah. But yeah. it's about uh, financial literacy and just a, a making that conversation more easy to have. Oh, I definitely should have had them on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But it it does boil down to what's normal for you, right? And, like, what is Mm. your money type? Like, let's make this fun. And I love what they're doing with it because it's it's going in that direction. Um, But for me, like, early 20s, oh, you know, you, you finally get a job that pays more than just barely minimum wage or under minimum wage because they're like, you can make money in tips, right? Yeah. When you start making money and you're in the situation where you don't have that much financial responsibility, you don't maybe have to pay for a car yet. Maybe you're not paying for school. Maybe you're like not paying for rent fully by yourself. Mm. You have a little bit more fun money. And I think it's a hard switch over to be like, okay, these things come first. You know, rent is always number one. Yeah. Second is this. Third is this. You know, like you you have your must list. And then, okay, what what's left over? Right. And that leftover, come on, we still want it to be fun, right? Like I told Spencer when I got paid today, I was like, you know what? I know I said no treats after, <laughs> after the Evo incident. Yeah. And I have not had a Starbucks. True. I've only had one energy drink because I really needed it. <laughs> but I I was like, I got paid today and I'm going to go get my eyebrows done this weekend. Like I need, I need to do little things like that yeah. for my own well-being. But I'm, I'm not going to go do a shop. I'm not going to buy anything during the Sephora sale, even though I really want to. Got it, got it. Maybe in a week I might change my mind and maybe I'll break down and I'll let you guys know that I bought something at the Sephora sale. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But that, that, yeah. But it's because I can't tell my friends, oh, I'm not buying anything because I've got an Evo ticket. Like, that's not cool. You want to talk about your savings you got and what items you got at the sale. It's like a Black Friday thing almost. Yeah. But I, 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 is that not reasonable? To say to somebody and like, hey, we're going out for drinks and wings, watch a football game. Is it not completely reasonable to be like, yeah, is it just, I'm just saving money right now. Y'all have fun, but I'm going to stay home for this one. Like, is that not a reasonable answer? I don't think people feel like they need to give an answer anymore, right? Like, oh, I'm stressed out this one, right? And they don't tell why. Like, you could easily still go out and, I don't know, maybe just cut it you have one beer, you don't have wings there. You know, like you ate at home type of thing. I give in to peer pressure. I'm going to buy like fries for the whole table type of situation. Offer to pay the bill. Don't know why, where that comes from. I need to do some work. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, but aside from the, the fact that, yeah, people aren't really giving answers anymore. It's more just like uh, next time. But like it just, 
answering the question, is that not something you could say? Do you think that that would be okay to say or is that an uncomfortable thing to say? I think it's an uncomfortable thing to say and maybe it's because we all had those friends that were, I don't know, penny pitchers when we were growing up and they're like, okay, it's not necessarily that they're being cheap, but like you you have an understanding a bit of what their financial situation is and they do have a little bit more luxury of like staying at home and stuff. So when yeah. they're like, oh, I'm trying to save money, it's like, okay, but you're always trying to save money. Yeah. Right? Like, I feel like the it's just an awkward excuse to give because we all have encountered that situation before where we're like, oh, if only, or like, why do they always have to like, um, make sure they get paid back to the exact cent or whatever, right? Like, why yeah. can't they just say $24? Yeah, right. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, like, it's just, it comes down to that awkwardness. And I think also um, being able to have those conversations with your friends at an earlier age, because now we're at the point where, like, some of us are getting into debt, probably. <laughs> oh, for sure. Right? Um, and I laugh, but that's just, it's the truth of the matter. But if well, we started having these conversations in our, like when we were 21, because it was fun things that we were saving for. Oh, I'm saving for a car. Yeah. You know, it was like yeah. flashy things. Now it's not so much and you have to make the sacrifices. <laughs> so it's you're, awkward. You're saving to live. Um. Yeah, you're saving to live and it's not glamorous. Yeah. I, I yeah, I, I just think that is a reasonable thing. Like you, sh- that should be an okay answer. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I feel like for that, it's, it's, you know, you kind of mentioned it like prioritizing. And I think that's probably one of the keys to, you know, setting yourself up for some success. Cause I mean, like there are the things you can prepare for mm-hmm. like rent, obviously it's the same every month, mm-hmm. at least for a year. Um, you yeah, know, at least for a year. At least for a year. Uh, you know, you can... So that, that money's aside. And you obviously know how much money you're going to make a month. So, you know, you've done... like, And there are, are other things that are come up, come up. You have a car. You know, you know the month you have to pay insurance. Or if you pay monthly. Um, that's a thing. Uh, so, you have... Like, but I think it's prioritizing and understanding, like, what needs to be paid first... And then kind of figure out what's what the rest can be used as. Obviously, there's going to be things that come up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not all of us have extra savings or lines of credit or whatever the fuck people do nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, like it, it's going to be unlucky. But, I mean, to have that control to prioritize and, you know, sit that one out that one day of getting wings or going for brunch and or you know like having that control is probably going to help you in the long run i would think oh absolutely and i think that you just like brought up two very interesting things like i think it depends on who you're talking to so for example like i will tell my sister if i'm tight on cash you know like you know what like i need to wait till payday like i i don't need to buy a bottle of wine you know, right, right. not because I think she's going to buy it for me, but um, like, I, I, I know she's not going to care. Yeah. You know, yeah. whereas I... like I have a few other friendships. I'm just like, you know what? I don't think they'd get it. Yeah. You know, and then the second thing is what I think is interesting. We were speaking about this literally before we came on mm-hmm. about like savings. So like something that Nick pointed out to me that I didn't even realize the reason that he pays for Adobe yearly is because he saves quite a bit of cash paying yearly. Mm. And in the moment when I make the decision to sign up, I'm like, oh, it's way more digestible to do it monthly. You know, I'm just going to do that because I don't know how long I'm going to do it. Well, it's been six years (laughs) (laughs) of me using this program. I don't see me stopping. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like I did the math once and it wasn't like astronomical, but like 250 bucks or something. I don't know. How much is Adobe Monthly? Uh, for all the, like, the Creative Cloud suite, I think it's like 89 89 a month? Mm-hmm. Okay, hold it's on. It's Canadian here. pricing, man. So 89 times 12. Okay, maybe I do save $200. <laughs> Was I right about how much you were saving? 
based on this before taxes? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just paid the bill. I know the price of what I paid a year. And that's just under $200 difference. Yeah, and I see it come off monthly, so I know it's about $89. But that's an interesting thing you bring up, though, because these... It's almost like... I don't want to say it's like a two-brain thing. Like, these are... This is left side brain, this is right side brain kind of thing. But, like, it's interesting because you're right. Monthly is more accessible and more digestible. That's why they offer it. It's easier mm -hmm. to pay this monthly than a large sum once per year. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's part of my built-in expenses now instead of right. um, having to use my savings, like my lump sum, and go, he here's the payment. Right. You know? And th that's why I don't do it for my car either. But Spencer, he pays yearly for his car where yeah, I pay I also, monthly. I, I also do that for my insurance, yeah. So, it, but it's just, it's interest, it's just interesting because while digestible, you are technically spending more money. And mm -hmm. I like, but again, that just, it might make more sense for you oh, to yeah, do that. It's the convenience. I will pay a little bit more to have that convenience, to have that less stress for overall time because I will stress out trying to make sure that I have that enough money or whatever to make that big larger payment and right. for something that's a bigger payment that isn't something fun it's just like hurtful whereas like okay like under 100 bucks okay i can you know i can reason that well <laughs> and that's why afterpay is so dangerous too yeah yeah it is but um see this is this is interesting it really realistically for me there's only, like, two payments I know that are coming that I know suck. And that's... <laughs> the car. <laughs> well, the insurance, which is May. Fortunately, I've, like, separated them by six months exactly close anyway. <laughs> wow. Okay, most people don't either get that lucky or plan that well. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you I did not plan this at all. The truck became available in May. That's it. Period. <laughs> it could have been available in October. I would have been double fucked. But, um, like, and, and the Adobe payment. Adobe's not cheap. But, this podcast alone justifies it. <laughs> the, the fact that you have, like, three other creative pursuits that you use. Yeah, but this, this is the one. For? Yeah, but this is the one I use every week. Oh, I yeah. use Audition to record us. I use Premiere to put the videos together. Mm -hmm. I use Illustrator to make the the clips and stuff like that. I use Rush to make the teasers. And uh, Rush is awesome. I'm so glad they came out with that. Yeah, and uh, those are about the four I use mainly for this podcast. But for my other endeavors, I use Photoshop, After Effects. I've started using Lightroom now. I can send you some of my presets. You you could. I don't know what that would do for me. But Well, I mean, if you ever have to like take photos or anything at an event, it would just like make them look a little more crisp. Yeah, cool. Anyway, so like um so you know, th these are payments I know I have to make, but um it's it's just it's We should talk about this more often with people. Right? Because now that when you say it out there, I'm like, okay, like, the Adobe payment, you know what, maybe, maybe I should try to switch that to yearly. You yeah. know, if if I come into a little money, like, I get my bonus or whatever, maybe yeah. I set it up that way. But, yeah, but what's interesting is that, you know, us talking about it has created this opportunity for you. Yes, I'm still not going to do it for my car. I no, 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 no. Again, and I get, I don't think the car one is as crazy as that one. No, like my car insurance is cheap. I drive a small little A to B car, right? Yeah, That's like, from 2011. Yeah, but that, like, I think I saw like, if you want to pay monthly this, if you want to pay yearly this, and I did the math, it was like 50 bucks. Like, like mm -hmm. it, it, it wasn't that crazy. Like, the Adobe one actually surprises me is how big of a difference that is. And I was now confirmed why. Because I've always wondered why I did yearly. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. You're like, I made this decision six years ago, five years ago. And I probably, I've never I probably, I probably did the math back then. I just well, the forgot. You had the student account, right? Ugh. So you got the student discount and then. Bro. You- I remember the day they said you're not a student anymore. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I know. Cause we were both like logging into our old student accounts. Yeah, it was great. They, I, I, my school was a two year program. I got it for four. Cause mm. that's a standard program length, right? So mm-hmm. that was, that was funny. But um, no, it's it. But like just us talking about this has now created an opportunity for one of us. And why would nobody want to figure that out? Like that's, that's, that's we just literally proved a point on why you should talk about it because these things can happen. Okay, you, but Nick, you're not a judgmental person, right? Like you're a person that I can have this conversation with and like I can tell you how much I spent on whatever. And I know you're not going to bat an eye because you're planning on to go buy your e-bike because it makes sense. It definitely does. Yeah. Right? But yeah. I know that like you're not going to judge what my spending habit is right now. But I think it's the fear of, I don't know, not having that open relationship with other people because I give the energy that people give me. So if I feel that you're closed off, oh, straight away, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. come and open with you and talk about my finances. No, no, I, I get that. I do. But I, I guess this is to everyone else. Like, why? Like, it just makes sense. Like, why? Why? And especially now in this day and age and in this time of the life we're in, you know, we're talking about a, a year, like 2023. None of us can afford anything. <laughs> Why are we sh- shaming each other into what we're buying or not buying? Like True. if somebody's able to buy something that they want, let's like, let's commend them. And if they can't, let's help them. Like, I just, I just don't quite understand why anybody would be judgmental about somebody's purchasing or spending habits like oh i mean it's a looking inwards thing right it's like i can't have that but we're very lucky because we are actually getting into the time where like dupes and whatnot are like a cool thing right like people on tiktok thrive off of dupes and thrifting and all those things yeah but um speaking of these uh this time in in the world right now i saw a tweet and i well i saw it on instagram that was a tweet that kind of thing and uh so funny is that uh kind of a bummer to have been both at the very end of the fuck around century just to live the rest of my life in the find out century (laughs) oh (laughs) that took me a second (laughs) yeah yeah and then her follow-up tweet to it was I'm not com- I'm not comforted at all by how many people with science jobs in their bio are retweeting this. And I just thought that was fucking funny because yeah, we come from the generation of the boomers did and you know, it was fuck around and now we're finding out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, are we really surprised like looking back like 100 years almost yeah. exactly. Yeah. What what happened? You know, Pandemic, war, depression, housing crisis. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a pattern. But we've gone through a depression that did nothing at the end of the day. Oh, I think we're still in it. What? Like, okay, for people buying things, yes. But that doesn't... Yes, that, no, nothing, I mean, like, financial... Fin- like, like nothing's, nothing's crashed to the point where things are cheap again. Like, oh, we, wh- no. Yeah, we went through a pan. Yeah, we We went through a pan. Yeah, we went through a pandemic though that prices skyrocketed. No, but the pandemic was like basically the influenza, right? Right, but no, I'm I'm just saying like yeah, you're right. There's a bit of a circle to life in this case, but it's just you know like we're we're if you look at the years, you know how much things went up from like let's just start in. Let's start around World War One, time, mm-hmm. 1912, 1913. And go up to now. Like, you go through, like, from there to the 90s, it was, like, incremental. Mm-hmm. You know, 1% here, 2% there. And then it skyrocketed to, like, 50% jumps. <laughs> well, it's, like, seven, it was, like, 7%. and then. No, I know. Up, but, yeah. I mean, like, relative, it skyrocketed. 
for no reason. And now it's just every year it's just getting higher and higher and higher. Where did we go wrong? <laughs> um, someone was trying to explain this to me, and I don't really understand it. But long story short, they based the increase of the world. Wow, all these finance bros are going to come at me if I try to go further with this analogy. So I'm going to stop. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We, we should probably stop on this because it's getting really sad and annoying. Yeah. But, okay. Um, Let's do questions of the week. All right. She's just cutting it off. Questions of the week. Are you doing yeah. your thing? Questions of the week questions of the week you ask we answer we didn't do it last week because reasonable things we did and now we're back at it again with the questions of the week this question comes from papa helm let's go um so long story short because i'm trying to be quick someone won the lottery right in front of him in line it wasn't the big lotto but it was like twelve hundred dollars you know nice chunk of change and then the guy walked away and my dad went up to go get his trick, ticket tracked and the guy asked my dad, like, what would you do if you won the lotto? Because mm. that person started filling up because they were getting it checked at Superstore or something, was filling up their grocery cart, you know? <laughs> That's a really nice shopping spree to get groceries or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. So what would you do, Nick? Like, are you asking, like, what would I do if I saw that I won? Yeah, like the very first thing that you would buy and do. Ah. You, you you can't list like all 10 things. Are we doing 1,200 or like what's the number here? Because there, there's different levels here. Oh, um, I'm going to say that you won bigger than that. I don't know how much. How about, let, okay, let's do like, you know that 1 million guaranteed the 649 does? Yeah, you won the 1 mil. We won 1 mil. Okay, oh, fuck. <laughs> I think not I'd quite sit- enough to give everyone money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think if it said that. And the guy's like, bro, you just won the million bucks. I think I'd just sit there kind of dumbfounded for a moment and just be like, huh, <laughs> you sure? <laughs> like, like completely questioning the situation that's happening in front of me. And I think I'd be really level-headed for a moment. Like, mm-hmm. it would just be like that thing that hasn't quite kicked in yet. You're just kind of sitting there. Then I'd probably get home, you know, go to my dad or my mom and just be like, I think I just won a million dollars in the lottery. <laughs> like, and then need somebody else to get excited for me to be like, holy shit. Um, okay, a mill? Your parents would be so practical. They'd be like, you're going to the bank right now. Or Yeah, my, my dad for sure. And yeah, my dad would be like, Nick, be smart. <laughs> yeah, like I, after like meeting your dad, I'm like, yeah, he'd get you to be responsible real quick with that. Which I would. But okay, what would I do? I'd probably buy... The fanciest, most fuel-efficient truck there is. Okay, that's your two. That's all you get. Like that, like what? Like, that's currently the crisis I'm in right now. And it's just like, what What would I What would I do? Mm-hmm. I mean, to start with the truck and then, I mean, I, okay, sorry. I've given my, anyway, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's like, I could go keep going on. We'll I be here for another hour, guys. Out. Let's go. <laughs> um. Okay, so for me. I probably would try to call Spencer if he didn't pick up because he doesn't pick up his phone when I call. Um, I'd try to call Michaela and she wouldn't pick up because she'd be like, ew, why are you calling me? So then I would call a lawyer and be like, yo, (laughs) what do I do? Because, you know, sometimes they get you with that tax stuff or... It's not taxed. It's not taxed. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, sometimes they want you to remain... Like, you get to decide if you want to remain anonymous or not. You but have I, to. Call I know you have to take the picture, but I think you can choose whether to be like plastered on the billboards on the highway or not. Yeah. So I yeah. call. I call a lawyer. You know, yeah. at that point, why not? Um, and then I'd probably buy my dad a nice boat. Interesting choice. Like I. I get, oh no! Wh- I would take him to go buy a boat because. Right. Or come, like I take him to a boat show. Wouldn't tell him that I had the financial means to buy right like like be like is this the one you'd buy he's like oh heartbeat yeah then i would go do that and that's when you go back and be like let's do this <laughs> yeah just because it's like i've had so many great memories and i love my family's boat and then i yeah. would expect my dad to give me his boat that he currently has 
Oh, okay. I was going to say, what a selfless act, Krista. Well done, but there is some selfish behavior behind the selfless act. Okay, his boat's, like, not worth that much, okay? It's like, the boat is older than me. It's, like, one of my sisters. He I was... It- it's very bro, well, though. Bro, I was just like, oh, man, I say I'm going to get myself a truck. She's buying her dad a boat. No, 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 girl. There's just, nice try. I mean, like, besi- besides the typical millennial answer of, like, oh, I'm going to buy a house, which, like, a million can't even get you that much anymore. I was going to say. cash, then it's like, okay, you don't you don't have a mortgage. That's my, nice. My, my second thing was down payment on a house. Right? So it's like, <laughs> I'll buy my dad a boat, and I'll get myself a house. There you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I think that's all the, all the money would be gone then. Yep. Okay. Now yep. we're on to recommendations of the week. Recommendations. We recommend things to do, watch, see, live, die. I mean, what that's what f- we do. Whoa. Whoa. That got dark. Well, I just mean like. I mean, we're not recommending people to die, obviously, but... I mean, that's literally what you just said. <laughs> I mean... Okay, we're just going to move past this. This whole episode is kind of a bit like that. Hey, we were so positive about, hey, it's great to talk about your friends about finances, and now next, like, I recommend you die. I didn't mean it like that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to just scoot past that. Do you have a recommendation? <laughs> Um, you go first. Okay, um, I'm actually really interested to hear your your thoughts on my recommendation. Okay. <laughs> to watch the Beckham documentary on ah, Netflix. Okay. Um, I think it's hilarious because, I don't know, like, he was one of the bigger soccer players when I was younger um, that I knew of because he was handsome. <laughs> you Fair. know. Fair. Right? Um, he is like the British pretty boy soccer player. Yep. Um, fair. I didn't know a lot about Victoria Beckham. I think she's very beautiful. They have beautiful children, a beautiful life. But the amount of people who are like, "Oh, I just want to be Victoria Beckham," blah blah blah. I'm like, um, did you miss the part in the documentary where he like cheats on her and misses the birth of his child to go for a photo shoot with Beyonce and Jennifer Lopez and like says he's going to retire and then doesn't. I mean. Like, she was put through the ringer a lot. And the, their love stood the test of time, whatever. They're very happy in their, co- their beautiful mansion in England. I feel, like they're, I, I feel like a ton of athletes have said they're going to retire and didn't, a.k.a. Tom Brady, Brett Barr. Yeah. Many others. Oh, and to be fair, like, I was happy that, like, he didn't end where he ended. Yeah. Um, and then the end, I was like, they did like a five-year time jump or something because I didn't like put the pieces together of the announcement. I was like, wait, what? Like this literally just happened like five months ago. Is that on Netflix? Yeah, it is. Uh, and honestly, it's a such a fun watch because like you know details of it just like Nick knows I'm not a huge sports person. I like to play sports. I don't like to yeah. watch it. Yeah. You know, like that that's just how it is for me. Um, but it was such a fun watch because it's like, oh, I know these things. I know pieces of this. And he like, it's just hilarious. It's definitely more interesting, like, especially with sports documentaries, like when you know the subject matter or know what happened at the time period. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a lot for, more interesting. Now, for me, I watch a lot of sports documentaries to learn about the time period like, I'll know the story, but now I'm getting the in-depth part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one on Netflix I want to watch right now. It's called Swamp Kings. It's about the University of Florida during their Ooh. crazy years, and I'm very interested in that. But um, that's not my recommendation because I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't recommend that yet. Um, Still kind of cracked on my recommendation of the week, but I see, it, I see a thing that I bought that... <laughs> I think it's... You're killing me! It's cool! You guys won't get it. Nobody will understand. Crystal, you'll... you'll. Well, that's a lie. People will get it. You might. You might surprise me here. Do you know what a vice grip is? Maybe explain it. It's like, you know when you're at a wood shop table and you need to maybe sand a piece of wood 
Oh, so yeah. you have this grip that you you put the wood in, then you tighten the grip so it holds, and then you can sand. You can do multiple things with it. I'm just sanding's the easiest. Mm. Mm. So, mm. if any of you know who I I love to woodwork. <laughs> I live in a place that doesn't really allow me to do that without making a huge setup. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, how do you do this in your room? <laughs> There's a board over there. I actually have a work table downstairs. Oh. It, folds. it folds. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, I, I I can have a pretty cool wood shop. I got a lot of tools here. Don't fit. But um, anyway, bought a vice grip. It's a portable one that you can clamp onto anywhere. I'm really excited to use it for my wood shop hobby. So next time you see something that you could use, especially in a space-saving environment like we all live in, really start your hobby and live. I got a whole, I got a bunch of piece of wood that's literally above me right now with a tool that I bought from California that I haven't even used yet. Nick, I just want to finish realize this box. We just had a whole episode about like finances and savings, and now you're like. Yeah, buy the thing that makes you happy. I like I mean, it. I got a, I got a good deal on it. I like it. You should. You, I saved money, and hey. it made me happy. So there we go. That's wins. the that's the trinity. Save so, money, happy, something fun. So while you're working on your hobby, you can watch the Beckham documentary. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. See, we're just full of good ideas here, and we're gonna discontinue gravy. Absolutely. We'll talk to you again later. We'll be back at it again with more Discontinued Gravy next week. Bye. Peace.